Welcome to The Natural Planet. My name's G, and together we will explore the wonders of nature. Welcome to today's special pilot episode. We've got something really special for you because we're going to be looking at otters, specifically sea otters, which in my opinion are one of the cutest marine mammals out there. And you know what? They're also helping to protect our environment. And how are they doing that? Well, before we get into the details, let's have a look at some general information about these wonderful creatures. Now, as a group, otters, weasels, skunks, and badgers belong to a family of animals called mustelidae. And these are some of the most successful and diverse carnivores that exist, with probably more species than any other family. These animals are found in almost every type of habitat, including forests, deserts, tundra, fresh and salt water, and can be arboreal, terrestrial, burrowing, semi-aquatic, or even fully aquatic. But we're focusing specifically on the beautiful otter. And so did you know there are essentially three kinds of otter? There is the neotropical otter, which lives mostly in Central and Southern America. And this type of otter spends most of its day diving for fish and eating small prey. Then there's the giant otter, which is traditionally found in northern South America, somewhere in the area of Venezuela, Colombia, northern Argentina. And these giant otters are known to share the streamside burrows that they live in and forage together. And finally, there's the sea otter, which is what we will be diving into today. And this otter is found everywhere across the North Pacific and is a solitary species that can spend its entire life in the ocean, sleeping on the surface and devoting five hours a day to foraging and hunting for food. And so these are the predominant species and the main areas in which you can find them. However, the families of otters are widespread, and in general, they can actually be found in all countries all over the planet. And here's a fascinating little fact. Did you know that all otters have dexterous paws, but they vary in the degree of webbing and the presence and absence of claws? The paws of most river otters are usually webbed for swimming, clawed for digging, and rounded for walking on the land. So it's an animal that's really designed for diverse environments. Now, I mentioned at the start that these cute little characters are helping us to preserve our planet. And you might be wondering exactly how. Well, here are five ways that otters are helping us. Now, it's quite common for otters, especially sea otters, to eat meals such as crab. And believe it or not, the sea otter's meal actually prevents pollution 
in estuary ecosystems, especially around the mouth of rivers. Now, usually in these rivers, a type of uh, seagrass or seaweed called eelgrass grows. And this grass filters out pollution from water flowing into the sea. But eelgrass needs just the right amount of algae in its environment. Now, in case you're wondering, algae is a type of water plant. I think that's the best way to describe it. And having too much of this water plant can be negative for certain environments. Now, fortunately, estuaries usually have an intricate food chain supply which comes to the rescue of creating a balanced ecosystem. And the otters are right at the top. What happens is the sea otters eat crabs, which eat the sea slugs that eat the algae, keeping the whole ecosystem in a delicate balance. And for as long as there is enough of everything... This system ensures that there's just the right amount of algae for seagrass to thrive. Secondly, otters are seashore defenders. And this is an amazing fact because the banks of a lot of rivers have a certain kind of weed called pickleweed, which is a flowering plant that helps keep the banks strong by holding the soil together. And as crazy as it sounds, the otters poo is actually great for these plants. It functions as a fertilizer which helps the plants to grow in a healthy manner. So the otter's poo, in fact, ensures that pickleweed grows faster and the banks of the rivers stay healthy. Because without the plants, the banks would simply collapse into the water and would increase the level of coastal erosion which is the negative effect of water washing away large pieces of land. And so while a small pile of otter poo might not seem appealing, it actually makes for a more stable local habitat. And so moving on to something a little less smelly, sea otters are also habitat heroes. Now it's important to understand that sea environments are balanced habitats, as are all local ecosystems. But river-based environments would look totally different if sea otters weren't there. And the evidence of this is that centuries ago, sea otters in the islands off the southwest coast of Alaska were nearly hunted to extinction. But how did this disappearance of one animal kill an entire habitat? Well, sea otters eat a lot of urchins, up to 1,500 in a day. And urchins eat kelp. So when the sea otters disappeared, the urchin population exploded and removed entire kelp forests. And this is why biodiversity, a mix of different species in an area, is highly important for a healthy local habitat. Now the Arctic underground kelp forests may be gone, but other kelp forests around the world still provide homes to thousands of species. And they all depend on the sea otters to keep the urchins under control so that the forests can thrive. Now our fourth reason to love otters is the fact that they're helping balance the climate, according to scientists. And that's because, like trees, the kelp forests of underwater habitat absorb carbon dioxide and then release it back into the atmosphere as oxygen. This means There's less carbon dioxide in the atmosphere to trap heat. 
So areas of the ocean with kelp forests can absorb more than double the amount of carbon dioxide than areas without kelp. And so, because a kelp forest's ability to thrive depends heavily on sea otters, these cute little cuddly creatures are indirectly helping to keep our planet healthy. And last but not least, the otters are also lifesavers. And this is because sea otters are sometimes called an indicator species because they're among the first creatures to react to environmental changes. This means they can help scientists solve environmental mysteries. For example, when a group of sea otters in the Pacific Ocean became ill, scientists were able to examine them in their central Californian coastal habitat, and they found that a dangerous toxin produced by an increase in algae was making the otters feel poorly. Thanks to the otters, we knew about the extent of the toxic algae in coastal waters and could look into its impact on other animals as well. Yep, sea otters eat a lot and they consume many different types of foods, so they're more likely than other animals to ingest something dangerous. And because the otters don't travel much, scientists can keep a close eye on any odd behavior. And so as they help us, we can also look out for them. Now, despite being super cute, these sea otters are also built for hunting. Did you know a fully grown sea otter is about the size of an 11-year-old child, but so much tougher? For example, they have a thick tail that steers the otter through the water as it chases its prey. They have super webbed feet that helps them swim and dive. Their mouth is so strong that it can crack open a mussel shell. And razor-sharp teeth can bite through anything. When they're swimming, their nostrils close underwater to keep out the salt while they dive for their prey. An excellent eyesight allows the otter to find food way below the surface of the water. In fact, all the running around and swimming requires an otter to eat an average of 4.5 kilograms of food each day. That's the same weight as about 11 footballs, apparently. But if you don't have 11 footballs, you can probably check that on the scales in your kitchen or bathroom. Now, as wonderful as the otter is, it's also sad to note that the animal was almost hunted to extinction. Because by 1911, fur hunters around the planet had depleted sea otter populations to fewer than 2,000 individuals. Legal protection and reintroduction programs have helped increase their numbers worldwide to around about 150,000 animals. But the species remains endangered, threatened by poaching, marine oil pollution, persecution by fishing crews, predation by orcas, and also attacks from great white sharks. So it's not all roses for the otters out there in the rivers and in the seas. In fact, there's lots of dangers out there, including the changing climates and the drifting waters of the sea. In fact, sea otters often wrap themselves in seaweed so that they don't drift away while they're sleeping. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather have a blanket than seaweed any day. So that's it for today's topic. 
Thank you very much for listening, and I hope that you will share this information with your friends. And if you want, you can always like and subscribe to pick up more audio and video about the natural planet. See you next time. Take care.